This is the RBR TVBR In Focus podcast. Here's your host, radio and television business report editor-in-chief, Adam R. Jacobson. Hello again, and welcome to the podcast. It's presented by .fm, streaming, social, podcast, or broadcast. Get a .fm domain name by heading over to get.fm today. And joining us today is Jeff Jury. He is the Senior Vice President and General Manager for the Connected Car Division of Xperi. That's the parent of HD Radio, and I'm already excited about the conversation we're about to have. So let's get started, and welcome to the podcast, Jeff. Uh, thanks, Adam. Happy to be here. Last week, Xperi noted that it is celebrating the 15th anniversary of the launch and a U.S. vehicle of HD Radio. This came in 2006, with HD Radio available as an option in BMW 2006-7 series and 6 series models. Today, however, there is still a perception that HD radio is a product not fully fulfilled, or perhaps just now finding its stride. And some may even deride HD radio as a failure compared to DAB's exceptional growth in the UK and in Norway, where FM radio was silenced for good recently. I'm wondering, Jeff, what your thoughts are on where HD radio truly stands today. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, we get that a lot. Uh, and I would say it's actually moving forward fairly well, given what the original intent is. So, um, you know, we have, what, 75 million cars on the road, a couple thousand radio stations, maybe 2,600 or so radio stations broadcasting. Uh, all the car companies are engaged with various levels of HD radio. And uh, I think maybe one uh, way to look at this is we really did this system in partnership with the U.S. broadcasters. And you know, if you go to some of these countries where they've shut off analog uh, FM, that was never our plan or goal. Our goal was to work with uh, the broadcast community in the United States and transition over time to digital. I think, obviously, if you shut off the analog, you're going to have a different story like they did in the U.K. or Norway. But not all broadcasters in the U.S. would support that, much like there was some complaints in, in, uh, in, in Norway when they did that also. So I'm not sure that's a, that comparison plays out exactly because that was more of a regulated shutdown where what we're talking about is a market-driven transition. And when you look at it from a market-driven transition perspective, things continue to move forward. And would we want it to go quicker? Yes. But at the same time, uh, if you start looking at the installed base of cars on the road and you look at the penetration, particularly in big markets, it is. It continues to tick up and continues to move in a positive direction. It's important to note that HD radio comes standard in all BMW models in the U.S. today. And my 2020 Subaru Forester has HD radio. It's the first vehicle I've owned that has it. My wife has a Hyundai Elantra um, that has HD radio equipped. That said, she didn't know anything about it until I happened to show her one day about three years ago. How can HD radio become more top of mind with the average everyday consumer? Yeah, it's something we've continued to uh, work on and we work with our partners to work on, including radio stations. We think it's important that they talk about the fact that they're uh, on HD2, they have HD2s and 3s or they HD, you know, they're, they're broadcasting in HD radio. So to get that message out there to the uh, to their listening audience and to consumers. Uh, we continue to work with car companies on uh, basically the, the concept of showcasing when the HD radio is broadcast so consumers know it. And we try to do things with the media to deliver the story around HD radio. There's a tremendous amount of noise out there in the infotainment space of what's in the dash. 
and it's very hard to sort of break out of that noise level and we continue to work on it. Uh, but just like consumers don't always know, you know, if they're doing uh, what they're listening to, particularly in cars now where you might be able to have your favorites could be a satellite radio station and two FM stations and something you have on your phone. It, it gets harder and harder to distinguish that, but we are continuing to work on it to get that story out there of what digital radio is in, in North America and uh, really to help also drive audiences to the HD twos and threes, making consumers aware that that, that new content is out there. But we think that's one of the most important things for the consumer to note with HD radio. You get additional channels. I mean, we'll be an advocate to say that the sound quality of HD radio for FM is far superior to that when HD radio is not in use. We are in the West Palm Beach Boca Raton market, and there is one station here that for the longest time did not have HD radio. Then when it finally got HD radio for their HD1 signal, the audio quality was tremendously improved, and believe it or not, the ratings went up. Then there's the digital multicast offerings. At least where we reside, we have presets that we often go to for these, multi uh, for, for these multicast offerings. Right. Yet, we'll also note that some markets remain underdeveloped. So I'm wondering how radio companies can be at least incentivized to do more with HD radio or even implement it. Yeah, so, uh, and by the way, I have some HD2s as my presets also. So some of the, I really like the content. Some of it's very innovative. Uh, with regard to some of the underdeveloped markets, uh, there's a couple things we're doing. One, we continue to work with the transmission equipment industry to try to lower the cost of implementations. Uh, try to make it as cost-effective as possible to go digital uh, for the station. Uh, we have uh, a team that can work with radio groups on how they might be able to position the new channels, the new content, uh, identify business opportunities for them, everything from uh, you know ways they can uh, maybe lease out the HD2s or ways that they could create more advertising revenue like there may be some markets that are really small markets, but they have a big seasonal audience uh, that's coming in because like they're at a lake or they're in a part of the country, you know, that, that draws in uh, tourism that they could have unique content, you know, based on, let's say they're at Big Bear Lake and they have a lot of mm -hmm. farther out and they bring, in California and they bring in content from LA so that they can establish um more listenership and more advertising opportunities uh, for the fact of the, the audience that is coming in. So there's a number of different techniques. Um, as the market gets smaller and smaller, obviously it gets a little more unique to the circumstances of that market. Uh, and so there is a long tail on getting some of those uh, smaller markets up and up and going. But there has been some progress lately with more and more of, let's say, mid-tier, smaller markets starting to adopt HD radio. Savannah, Georgia, you're on notice, folks. <laughs> now, Jeff, you focus on the connected car. Um, the greatest takeaway from my experience is the Sirius XM button being front and center. And when Apple CarPlay comes on, being able to access any audio app, including Spotify and some radio station apps that include iHeartRadio, Odyssey, station apps like the one we have for KCRW. Is there a legitimate concern about radio perhaps being crowded out? And, well, why not an HD radio button? Would that help? Yeah, so there's definitely a battle for the dash, right? Everybody wants to be where, you know, what used to be the domain of radio 20 years ago, center spot in the dash. And you've got all this new content coming in. And so it's a legitimate question, should there be an HD radio button? 
Let me take you back to your first question and my answer about we really did this this system in concert with the broadcasters and tried to make it a smooth transition for them. Because of the way the system is set up as an in-band technology, if you are on the radio station, AM, FM station, and that station is HD radio, you automatically get the content. So we don't want to create another button there. What we want to do is bolster the position of AM, FM radio overall. And we think that that is a better approach uh, in terms of we don't want to create a new band, if you will. What we want to do is say, hey, this is the future of AM, FM radio. So if you, Mr. Car Company, adopt and maintain AM, FM as the center of the dash, the digital part comes along for the ride. So you're actually upgrading this for your consumers without creating new buttons or new, uh, new types of implementations. That's where uh, clearly, uh, let's say, the interests of Experian, the interests of all the U.S. broadcasters are very much aligned. We definitely want to keep AM and FM center of the dash, have everyone focus on it as a major content supplier and a major content format. And what we're doing is saying, okay, it's analog today. It's transitioning to digital. You can get your digital content with it, but it's still AM and FM with HD radio in it. You don't need a new button. We think that would cause further dilution, if you will, in that dash. So here's a follow-up question to that remark because in the fall of 2005 I happened to be in Munich and I was able to rent a BMW so this is 16 years ago almost and the one thing I noticed about the N-FM receiver was not the frequencies that were coming up but the actual name of the radio stations were coming up so instead of 96.3 it said gong instead of 95.5 it said charivari this was technology that was 16 years ago. We've come a long way with the connected car and the in-dash receiver. Would that help in the United States if all of a sudden we didn't have 100.3? It just said Z100 uh, or KISS FM came up instead of 102.7 because it's at 97.7 in the Antelope Valley. Again, establishing the brand and establishing the fact that you're not really looking at an FM frequency anymore to get what you want. Yes, in my opinion, absolutely. Uh, part of the HD radio system includes metadata and artist images uh, or station logos. And I think that is all an integral part of the stations establishing their unique brand. And I think the consumer, that does resonate more with the consumer, particularly as you move into cars, as I mentioned before, that may have a, a way for the consumer to set stations or content from multiple uh, delivery systems as their favorites. You know, if you have two satellite radio stations and they have an image coming up and they 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 have a name for it, not really a frequency, you'd want that same thing for your for your AMFM radio station. This is why over the years, as Experian, even going back to you know the precursor Ubiquity, we always push the stations to put out the metadata, put out the song, the title, the artist, do artist images, because do your logos, because that all is something the consumer will see and they expect. And it's definitely the future of where radio will have to go. Those visual cues will be important in the dash. And that's where I have to say, hey, hats off to iHeartRadio uh, for doing that, because at least here in South Florida, when we get those visuals and we get a lot of that imagery, uh, the name of the song, uh, other uh, information, that it, it's more than just the audio feed. And it really kind of right. brings that full spectrum that we, we actually get from a Sirius XM channel. Yes, it, it really sticks with you, 
And, and so that's why we always advocate it because it creates a more compelling set of content for the consumer and it will create stickiness for your station. Indeed. And I, I want to wrap up by noting that HD radio is indeed the most successfully deployed commercial digital radio system worldwide. Aside from the U.S., Jeff, where is HD radio found and what can you say about the growth there? Uh, our focus is really North America, and it's been North America, and that includes Canada and Mexico. We're very focused on uh, the North American market. Uh, that's because, and there's a number of reasons for that. One, obviously, the, they have AMFM. It's adjacent to the U.S. A lot of car companies produce product for the North American market, and it's easier for them to you know, create one radio solution, if you will, for, the, for all of North America. So uh, we spent a lot of time in Canada and Mexico uh, working on both with regulators and with the car companies and, and the broadcast community to further the rollout. Um, having said that, we are on in a number of, of uh, other countries. Um, Xperia as a company has almost maybe, as I say, we're probably working with, we have our technology in probably close to 30 different countries, uh, different broadcast technologies. Uh, you know, we've been on in the Philippines. Uh, we're on in some countries in South America. Uh, there's some uh, countries in, um, in, uh, in, in uh, Europe and in, in uh, Africa that have uh, started broadcasting. Uh, but as I said, really the focus is North America. So we do, we do work with other uh, countries, uh, but there are multiple standards out there in the world. And so our focus has been let's try to create the most compelling solution for the North American market. Well, there's certainly a lot of growth ahead, and especially in Canada. I know how challenging Mexico can be, but uh, looking at the yeah. operators in such markets as Montreal, Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, um, all of the people sitting in traffic, especially on the 401 and the Don Valley, um, hey, I, I think there's only growth opportunity there for HD radio. <laughs> so I want to take this opportunity to thank you for being part of this podcast to talk a little bit about the last 15 years of HD radio and where it's going. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate the uh, opportunity. That was Jeff Jury. He's the Senior Vice President and General Manager for the Connected Car Division of Experian. With that, I want to thank you for listening to this In Focus podcast from the Radio and Television Business Report. It was sponsored by .fm, streaming, social, podcast, or broadcast. Get a .fm domain name by heading over to get.fm today. From the global headquarters of Streamline Publishing and the RBR and TVBR newsroom in Boca Raton, Florida, I'm Adam R. Jacobson. Have a great week.